Welcome to the Leadership Podcast with Pastor Sam Carr. Here you'll learn godly principles and real-world techniques for leading effectively. Hello, everyone. I'm Pastor Sam Carr. Welcome to the podcast today. And I hope you've been listening to the last couple of podcasts. Uh, Most people just do them in order. Hopefully you are too, but just in case you're not, uh, my guest with me is Paul Trokel. Paul is a missionary in Tanzania, specifically Arusha, Tanzania, and he is the head of a Bible school there, New Life Center Bible School. What's the actual name of the school? Academy of Leadership. Academy of Leadership. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just been a wonderful journey to see what God's done over the years. We've been talking about that. Go back and listen to the other podcast if you haven't. But Paul, I want to talk, kind of switch gears for a minute and talk to you a little bit because This is one area that whether you are on the mission field or you travel to the mission field, there have to be adjustments to culture. We are so used to our culture, especially in America. Now, I know we have people listen to this in China and all over the world, but we're so used to our culture that when we go to Tanzania, the culture is just so totally, completely different. The expectations are different. The everything is the food is everything is different. Yes. And the temptation is is try to change the culture. Right. Yeah. And I know that that when you go somewhere and when you've gone over there, you've had to make adjustments to the culture. How do you do that? How does that work? How do you go about doing that? Well, one of the smartest things anybody can do uh, is learn from people that are smarter than you. Uh, when I was growing up, I had a uh, in class, you know, they arranged us by the, our last name. Right. So I was uh, with the M to the Z group, <laughs> uh, you know. Anyway, or, or whatever it was. Anyway, I ended up, no, it was earlier than that. Anyway, I was with Martin Johnson. Well, Martin Johnson was a genius, is a genius. He still is. I mean, it's amazing. So I learned early on, if I want to be smarter, I need to sit next to Martin. Right. And ask him questions. Yeah. He was born smarter than me. I I, I promise you, he was. So, you know, a lot of, we've had people come and they want to dismiss everything Egan's telling them. Mm-hmm. Well, he's been, Egan Falk is the leader of the ministry. Egan Falk's the leader yeah. of, the, right. of the thing. Been there forty-four years. Why don't you just listen? Just listen. Right. They right. they've lived here. They yeah. they they're absorbed into the culture. Right. So you can save yourself a lot of pain just by listening to the people that are there, right. living successfully, right, fruitful, right. Right. You know, one of the things I noticed years ago, we brought a group from our church to one of the conferences that we were doing there, and they were appalled at how they thought we treated the Africans because their toilet facilities were not like ours, the way we fed them was not like ours, and and, and they thought that that was an affront and we tried to un- explain to them, if they had that, they wouldn't know what to do with it. Well, they would destroy it. They, yeah, because they, they, that's some cases, just not the way they live their lives. Well, they, you know, everything's a, a, a learned process. Right. I was in the Ukraine at, at McDonald's when they first introduced 
McDonald's to to Kiev. Right. And they had a man in there. I didn't know what he was doing in a uniform standing there. So I asked my translator, why is he here? He said, well, these Ukrainian farmers come in. They've never seen a toilet. And they get up and stand up on top of it to use the bathroom, and they're breaking the toilet lids because they're so big. And they don't know you don't have to stand on top yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. So they said after four toilet lids got broke. They had to explain it. They thought, yeah. just have a guy there right. <laughs> to explain it. So here's the other thing. Culturally, you have to understand where they're coming from. They're not going to dress like you dress. Now, you do expect the Bible students to come sure. dressed a certain way, yes. but but even at their best, it's not going to be what you would expect for yourself. But 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 yet, you, ha- you have to deal with them on their level. Now, here's the other question. How do you adjust how you teach and what you teach to people who have not been in a learning setting probably their whole life. Yeah. Well, you have to streamline your language. You have to learn to speak in a straight line. You know, I had a guy— Explain that. Well, I had a guy come over, and he gave an example, and his whole example was some incident that he experienced when he was at Walmart. (laughs) <laughs> so he's trying to explain, explain Walmart. Walmart, and and they were like, they didn't catch no, any of it. Uh-uh. Go back to the parables of Jesus. Right. Go back to the master teacher. Yeah. Everything he did was something easily relatable right. to everybody. Right. right. Sons, daughters, good. farmers. Right. You know, agriculture. Mm-hmm. What was the culture of right. the day? Right. So you have to learn the culture. Right. In order to adapt your right. teaching, many right. of the examples that we use. I can't get up and use nine right. examples about flying on a jet. They don't. Have, they have no concept. I only see them flying over. They see them flying over. Right. But yeah. you know, I always go back to what I said at the first broadcast. What you desperately love, right? You will find a way right. to communicate, right? And uh, I'll give you an example of of one of the biggest cultural changes that I had to go through. Africa, Tanzania is a system of honor. Everybody wants to know, how come Mm -hmm. there's so many miracles over there? Mm -hmm. I mean, why don't we see the miracles? And I hear it all the Mm -hmm. time, Pastor. Mm -hmm. And the answer is simple. They honor. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, a prophet's not without honor. Right. Uh, So where Jesus went and there was no honor, he could do no mighty miracles. Right. Very good. The anointing works where there's honor. That's good. So this is one of my biggest adjustments. They want to carry my bag right? when I get out of the car. Mm-hmm. They insist on they it. They do that with me they every will time f- I go there. They yep. will fuss with me. Right. Well, I'm from the South. Right. I, right. We, were, we, were, we were the wrong bunch. Right. <laughs> you know, we went to war over slavery. I, yeah. I hate the imagery right. of a black man carrying my Suitcase, exactly my little. Right. I know I, the feeling. I, it makes me so uncomfortable, and yet if I don't allow them to do it, right, they're hurt. Right, right. I'm trying to honor wow. you. Yeah, I, wow. I'm trying to show you how much. If you just let me carry your bag ten yards right. to your seat, it would be such right. an honor. Right. Okay, right. I've got to change my yeah American mindset. Right. This right. is not me being. The white master. Right. This yeah. is me allowing them to honor. Yes. And they do it for each other. Sure. 
So it's not a white right. black thing, right. but I had to get over that hurdle. Mm-hmm. Paul, um, here's the thing that, that I've learned, and, and I, I know you do this. The one great thing about the gospel, it, it's cultureless. It has no culture. Right. In other words, you can teach the gospel to anybody as long as you don't impart your theories about the gospel in the middle of it. Well, I want to preserve their culture. Yeah. You know, yeah. God, you know the Bible— you, Well, you, you don't want to preserve all of it. Not all of it. Because some of it is— Where, that, it, where it violates the yeah, Word of God. Like, yeah, exactly, like having more than one wife. And, yeah, we've got pastors yeah. that I have to teach every year on why it's not scriptural to beat your wife. <laughs> I do. You know, but but stop and think about it. What what was the the vision John had mm-hmm. in Revelation? Yeah, he said, "I saw every tribe, right, every nation, right, and I heard every tongue." Now, yes. isn't it amazing when we get to heaven? Yeah. God Himself is not going to wipe out our identity. Mm-mm. Exactly. We're not right. going to be opaque. Exactly right. We're going to be who we yeah. were. Right. Here's the thing. Um, that I that I've noticed and and, and you do this um, very well and and I know you have to struggle with this with people that come over there to teach is is that um, you can teach people prosperity for example but it's not driving a Cadillac or a Mercedes and and living in a three story house right you know prosperity is relative it's relative to where you are. Right. And God will bless you where you are if you teach the proper perspective. Same with faith. Faith is real in any language, in any culture. Yes. You just have to keep it. I've seen so many people fail on the mission field because they try to preach the same gospel that we seem to, to accept, which they don't have a clue about. Right. It's the cultural. Um, it's it's the, a cultural it's the American part of it. gospel. Yeah, exactly. And you, right, you're exactly right. You have to mil- You have to, what I said while ago, speaking in a straight line. Right. You have to debunk right the culture out exactly. of what you're teaching. Yeah. And teach the word right. of God. One of the most profound, sincere responses to me in giving happened at one of the conferences that we did a number of years ago. You were there. They, the people got a revelation of giving, and they were giving their clothes. Everything. It it was overwhelming. It was one of the most holy. It was holy. Holy. Now, if if you added the value of that all up, it wouldn't have been the price of an airplane ticket to get there. No. It had nothing to do with that. It had to do with the fact that the spirit of giving in any culture is real, and you have to teach that even though it sounds minimalistic. You know, right. like, well, this isn't going to matter. Yes, it does matter. Yes. Giving matters. Absolutely. And, and, and you just have to teach them how to do it. You don't promise them, hey, you're going to have my house. You're going to have what I have. You're going to teach them to give what? They have, and let God bless them where they are. And you've seen that, I'm sure, in the Bible school. Absolutely. The fruit of it. I don't know if you remember that the person who started that offering was a former graduate. I didn't remember that. 
who took off her brand new shoes. Oh my! And Lord. walked up and put them on the platform. Wow! I didn't and remember when she that. did, the heavens oh, opened. Oh my goodness! That offering went. You know, it lasted an hour it and forty it, minutes. It was unbelievable. It yeah. just was overwhelming. So they're they're getting it. Yeah. Just like I, I I know you might remember this in in the in the late. 60s and and early 70s, most of the full gospel ministers were poor. Yeah, and yeah. we got the revelation of giving. Absolutely, and that's right. So nothing nothing pulled yeah. us out of the ditch. Right. And and that that works in every area. You teach what's right biblically, and and culturally you adjust for where you are. Right. You know to to use representations that they'll they'll understand. And that's how you that's how you do minister the gospel. You don't go over there trying to change their culture to be like you. Well, I love the simplicity of, of Paul's exhortation to Timothy. Preach the word. word. Yeah. Yeah. It don't you're not trying to change their mm-mm, culture. Mm-mm. You're trying no. to bring the yeah. kingdom of God and yeah. let that let God work right. those things I've out. I've seen that so many times, Paul, where uh, I've seen uh, people go into these countries and think in a week they're going to change the way they live their lives, and and it just doesn't work. Well, they're going to go, when these Bible stu- school students get through. You know, you've had Maasai tribesmen come to your school. Yeah. When they leave, they go back be- to being Maasai tribesmen. They yes. just go back with a different heart, different attitude, yeah. different perspective, yeah. and different desires. Yeah, uh, there's a group of people. And I know that uh, this might be a little touchy, but the, you know they the Maasai did female uh, mutilation right, right. of the of the little girls, right. and it's a if you don't know what we're talking well, about, it's gruesome. It's gruesome. It's yeah. horrible. We meant, we had ministers go to them, and they didn't scream at them or condemn them. They taught the word. Taught the word. Five years of laying down their life right. for these Maasai. The old chief called a meeting. There was 2,500 Maasai in that region that showed up. That chief stood up and said, I have been convicted by the Holy Spirit that this practice (laughs) is wrong. It is ungodly, and it is hereby canceled in this region forevermore. And he sat back down. That's awesome. And that was it. That's awesome. Isn't that wonderful? It's amazing. Hey, thanks so much for uh, taking time to be with me on the podcast. Glad to be here. And I know you're heading back next week to... um, be uh, in Arusha for about another month, and then I'm going to be over there in a couple of weeks, and we're going to have an awesome It's going to be the greatest one yet. Yeah, I'm excited about it. God bless you. Thank you for listening today. Look forward to our next time together. Thanks for joining us today on the podcast. The Leadership Podcast is part of Word of Life Ministries in Shreveport, Louisiana. You can connect with Pastor Carr or Word of Life Ministries on our Facebook, Twitter, or at our website, wordoflifecenter.org. Oh, RG.